Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg with a cut from OU812. Finish what you started. Uh, Van Halen on WSG. You like those call letters? WSG, Sam yeah. and Greg? Yeah. How like about that? that? Yeah. Can we get some that. stuff made up with that yeah. on it? That'd, that'd be cool. Star 94 played it, or, you know, V103, I'd say them. But when one of them falls through the cracks, I just, WSG. <laughs> Why not? I'm sure there is one someplace, but for purposes of that, this is ours. Boy, look at that. What are you looking at, man? Oh, yeah, Ooh. phone pole. Weather, yeah, it came through town yesterday. It came through. Was it real bad out your way? It w- was not while I was there. Okay. Maybe while we were here, yeah. but not uh, not while I was home. Anyway, okay. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. On this Sunday, the 10th day of July, we say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a special good morning to you fine folks in Loganville. Loganville. Yeah, oh Loganville. Um, wow, what did you do the the maxi maxi swing? The what? The maxi swing. Used to do maxi price. Oh, oh, oh gotcha. They bought the Corvette. I was actually thinking of a dance. Well, no, well, Loganville, home of the Red Devils. Bend too. it down and do the maxi swing. Yeah, do do the do. But, do, but do. That was the best. That's where people used to go to get their. I don't know if they still go out there to that dealership to get the Corvettes, but that was. Like a place here, a place you want to get a Corvette in Atlanta, you come out. I'm about there. to take everybody back because when you said that, you know who I thought of mm. when, you, when you brought up a local business. I always, for whatever reason, these folks pop into my head. Wolfman and Donna. <laughs> Why is the Wolfman Shout and out Donna? to Wolfman. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. They no, pop into my head, knows. man. Now, people ain't seen Wolfman. Well, no, it's years. been a minute, but I'm saying if you've been here for a little while, that just took some folks back, man. You Love know, them you commercials. Know think, you know what I'm just thinking? Is is the, the pinnacle girl the new Donna? No, we're gonna watch this girl grow up on TV saying Picano. Here's the thing, though. I, I'm, I'm serious. We're gonna grow up she, watching this girl say I'm, this. I'm sure she and her family are lovely people. She could not be cuter, but we all know that cute got a shelf life. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's what she's saying. That's what I'm saying. That's but she's not going to have missing that front tooth that makes her say it incorrectly for long. She's going to grow a tooth back in, and she's going to be a fine young woman at some point. But cute has a shelf of Donna was a part of the fabric. Because Donna was there to make us understand, yeah, this is my daddy, but, you know, this is what you really need to know. <laughs> she, she'd straighten you out. And he's just coming at the end and go, what was it, something to the you wolf know, man? You know what to ask for. Yeah. Just ask, ask for the wolf man. Ask for the wolf man. May he rest in peace. Man, and I heard Don, he's a great guy. I never met him. I me either. People who worked on those commercial spots because they were locally produced. Yes, they were. Commercial, and um, and said he was just a wonderful, wonderful person to work with. Just great. And made everybody feel special. Everybody that was working on the camera crew, mm-hmm. we'd speak to them, know their name. Yeah, and this and, was long before special. productions were going on in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he oh, probably yeah. had oh, yeah. a nephew or somebody running the camera. Maybe somebody. You know, went, in the family. No, no, no. He was doing, he was coming, he was coming to he was the coming television town stations. Here? He was coming to the stations yeah. and, and getting people to work on those commercials. But they made them look like it. You didn't think. But but that was it. You know, that was during the time when you get a lot of local commercials. A lot of them ended up on. On the Superstation. Yes, they did. In the early days of of, uh, of TVS, Ted, Ted Turner would have a bunch of people on there. With, they, they, they'd say you everything overnight from record albums to pet rocks to to, to a mood rings. <laughs> they would tell everything, man. Yeah. I know that I put a smile on a lot of people's faces and took them back when they think about Wolfman and Donna. Oh, Wolfman and Donna. That was classic. So when you said that, you made me think of them. And that was the other one, the, 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 the car, Mr. Toyota. Those that, those are those are some spots, dude. Uh, you see now, see, we, now you remember those. You're going down a rabbit hole, but that was a girl I worked with, and she gave me my first sofa here in town. Angie Stevens. Did, Angie was a dancer. What, what did oh, do with, but there was always a. It dog. was a guy and the dog and her and the guy and the, guy, and the, and the and guy the forgot the dude's name, but it was Mr. Toyo. But she did. The, she was the woman, <laughs> the blonde in the commercials with the guy. Her name was Angie Stevens, right? And Angie <laughs> lived here, and when I moved here. I needed a sofa, and I worked with. She worked. We worked together on the cruise ship. Okay. Yeah. What so, was the dog? We ain't got nothing to do with dog. I'm telling you about Angie. All right. <laughs> and I can tell you how many dogs they went through because dogs, you know, just like cuteness has a shelf life, right? I so they did those dog. commercials forever. He's somewhere hanging out with Spuds McKenzie. Spuds McKenzie, <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. We have to switch our accent, Mr. Crenshaw, because it's time for you to no, talk no, no, about No, 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 not yet. Not yet. we got to round people about something that happened oh, here in town last night. Oh, that's right. Something that happened in town last night. a sticky wicket out there at uh, Mercedes-Benz last night. Uh, oh, man, <laughs> I mean, a lot of you waking up this morning, and you probably heard your friends, if you followed Atlanta United, even if you don't follow Atlanta United, last night's, I won't say debacle, but it was close. Um, they lose 3-0 to Austin last night before the biggest crowd uh, this season. And uh, just the, the worst defeat on the home pitch ever uh, for this team. And just after it was over, the team goes into the locker room. They don't open it up for over an hour. Uh, obviously a team meeting over what has happened because they got to turn around and play again Wednesday against Salt Lake. Uh, and Joseph Martinez kind of summed things up quite well. Here's what he had to say. Well, they don't appreciate the, the jersey and what we do it for a long time. Probably that's the most problem because the injury is not a problem. We, we play soccer and you can have injury every day. And uh, we are professional. It's not kids anymore. And if you come here, you have to know what we have to do. So if you don't come here for 100%, probably you don't have, you don't have to show this, this club to play. So the people... That's a message for everyone. If you want to bring some guys, it's because they want to play here. And it's not because business. And um, that's happened for a long time. 
And he, as I said earlier, did exactly what he's supposed to do as the team leader. And we see this all the time in every other professional sport and all the teams. They are going to have ebb and flows. And when it doesn't happen by their leader, you wonder why. As a case in point, one of the, one of the great players, and he's going to probably go into the Hall of Fame, I'm going to compare him to his brother, but Eli Manning was never that type of vocal leader on the New York Giants. We talk about this with KD, with the Nets. If he was a vocal leader, all you think all that stuff would have happened with, with, with Kyrie and the other craziness, yeah. he would have stepped up and said something. But he's not that type of leader. But Joseph Martinez, who hasn't been put in the position to, for what we have seen from other teams when this has happened, what they're doing is they're calling out their heart. Let's be honest. Okay? An effort. An effort is heart. It's like rebounding. It's want to. And this is what he did. Then another soundbite that we have, we're going to throw it in here now, but basically apologize to the fans that came out. All the thousands of people that came and packed that place. Hey, I'm sorry for the way this happened. You know, I gave my all, but some of these dudes in this locker room, you know, they put the jersey on, but they don't want to play like Atlanta United. You know what, though? That's that's making some people wonder now. Who is he singling out? Who is he talking about? Yeah, but he did. Everybody, because he didn't call a name. So um, I'm on social media, and a lot of people say, fill in the blank. A lot of people leaving a blank. So so is this who he's talking about? Who is he talking about? But um, in other words, he's, he, he knows this team is supposed to perform better, and he feels like a lot of guys want to come here, obviously, even right. because of what has happened here. And, and play with him. Play. But, you know, when you put the jersey on, you're going to go out and put your heart out there and, right. and expect you know, nobody's going to roll over for us anymore. We said it last night, team to face him for the first time. They came in here. They weren't in awe of the building. They weren't in awe of the team. They came in here and, you know, and, and took over. So I think that's what he's appealing to the team because there's still a lot more soccer to be played uh, by this team, Atlanta United. Of course, we'll have more on this. I'm curious and just anxious to hear what Mike Conte and Jason Longshore have to add about this since they had to uh, witness it and had to describe it last night. And I'm sure this week they'll be doing it here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. And by, excuse me. And by extension, Coach – himself talked about it without using the word heart. He used another word, but it all says the same thing. Yeah, well, I have to start with that because, yes, I think we always want to play good. And you can see that the team at times progresses the ball very well against a very solid team that came here to to be in the middle block and try to counter, uh, not really to play out from the back or really disrupting us. They were trying to break us through counterattacks, and they did very successful. So kudos to them because they had a very good game plan. But I think it's not anymore about only that, about only tactics and way to disrupt the field, the players, and how to, yes, we still want to play good football. We still want to create more and better chances than the opponent. But I felt that today we were, we were not ready to, to fight in the game that they presented to us. I feel like we were not ready to win the duels, to do all the little things, to run for each other. I felt that I didn't prepare the team properly in order to do that and to show them that that was the game plan for them and that we need to to meet different expectations and standards for, for our team. There you go. We weren't ready to fight. Since these guys hoisted the, tra- the championship and there has been turnover, coaching and player-wise, Aren't you too glad, I say too, meaning Eric, um, because you guys are out there more than I am, but aren't you glad that this team still possesses a leader, Martinez's caliber, who will, he won't always be chirping, but when it's needed, he did exactly what he should have done that yesterday. 
I'm glad we 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 have him now, but I'm starting to worry if we're going to have him in the future because one of the parts we didn't have a chance to play from his interview is uh, he was asked about his contract situation and if he's this frustrated with what he's seeing, if it don't change, he may be looking to go otherwhere, you know, because he can maybe make another payday, maybe even a bigger payday in some other places. Yeah, and, and that would be a shame because he's really made – he and he and his family have made Atlanta home, and more more than just him being here and playing, he's really made this home. Uh, and being out and about it at different at different functions uh, when the different teams play, uh, he's usually there always. He's a regular tourist park. He's our yeah. tourist park. He comes to Hawks games. He's he's there to witness uh, when the other teams in the area and Falcons games as well. Um, so yeah, he's someone who's really doing more than just playing and picking up a check here. He's plugged himself into the community and. Uh, Yep, you want things to get rectified and cleared up. You want to see this team play better the back half of the schedule. There's still, like I said, there's still time to make a playoff spot. But, boy, they sure are making it hard uh, to, to get there. As- you know, this was an easy call a couple of years ago when, when Freddie was still here and Matt Ryan was still here. But now that them dudes are gone, who is at the top of the food chain as far as top athletes in this city right now? Is it Martinez? Is it Acuna? Is it Trey? Which one? And, and by the way, isn't it nice having them all way under thirty? But it, it's, <laughs> it's the ones it's, you're going for it's here. It's nice that, we, that we've had one of those guys on each of our teams. Yep. I mean, Ryan's gone, and I think Julio was more of a guy that folks out of town would buy a ticket to see. We talk about all. Three I'm talking guys. about the vocal leaders, though, like we, we well, just well, heard. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I, and I don't know if he was that that been that much. I think Kazan has probably been the the guy who's probably been more vocal, probably in, in that in that locker room. I would think. Um, being the goal, and he's vocal on the field. You can hear him all over the doggone stadium when he's out there. But having him away and not being a factor with the team this year, I think that's something else that has hurt, not just him being physically, but also the emotional and speaking in an event and like a team meeting like this. It's something he usually does. But I, I just think, yeah, we got the guys with each team, and I don't know how much who's leading. I mean, I don't know how much Acuna leads but here's the, the team, but, but he's he's the guy out front. He's, he's, the, guy. he's the one out front he, now. But he's, he, well, he's the one that people out of town about a ticket to come and see. We, and, Trey, I, and Trey's the same for the Hawks. And Martinez is the same for for uh, for, for this. But uh, I ain't talking about that. I'm not talking about the fan draw. I'm talking about that dude on the team who, when he opens his mouth, it, what comes out is beyond reproach because he's been there, done that. Now, the Hawks don't have a ring yet, but this dude, when Trey sits up and talks, y'all forgot who I am. I shut everybody down in Madison Square Garden early on in my career, and I brought this team up to uh, conference finals. Okay, we didn't get over the top, but I'm going to get us back there. And we saw what he did in the playoffs last year where he put the team in that playing match, put them on their, his back, right? So we saw him do that. So that's enough for me early on in this career. And the other two guys got, got championships, and they're young. So when they open their mouth, I'm just saying, that's unique. I can't think of another time since I've been in this city where you've had the three teams have somebody either have the rings or been part of the playoffs to the point where they almost got a chance to play in the big game or big series, if you will, with, with, with basketball. But you still question a, but you still question if they're that guy because they're both so young in the, in the, in the case of Trey and Acuna. Usually that goes to someone who's been around. They may not be the person. But the teams are young. There's a transition going on. All the more reason to have that one person that will be that will be that will be that vocal person and be that voice that everybody will respond to in both situations. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it could have been Gallo, some of that with the Hawks, just somebody who's been around and been a part of some other teams that have gotten the playoffs to bring that because that's what this Hawks team really needed. Um, 
But with this team, you know, Atlanta United, you know, it's time. It's, it, more than anything else, it's time for Martinez to do that. If he hadn't done it all along, it's time for him. To speak. Well, it appears we'll be talking women in a bit later on in the show, so stick around for that. Up next, we'll talk a little baseball. Absolutely. Corey McCartney from uh, from the Diamond going to join us. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. Now that your picture's in the paper being graphically admired, you can have it one that you have ever desired. All you got to tell me now is why, 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 why. Welcome to the working week. Oh, I know it don't thrill you. I hope it don't kill you. Welcome to Sports the Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. It's Sam and Greg on this 10th day of July, and I'd be willing to bet that you didn't think you'd hear some Elvis Costello when you woke up this morning from one of the albums that a lot of people say is one of the five greatest albums of all time, Rock Band. And uh, My Aim is True. He's one of those performers, man, that just kind of falls between the cracks. But, man, the people that love him yeah. really, 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 really love him. So, and this is, this is this is a great album from top to bottom. Anyway, that's not why you called. we got to switch and talk about these Braves. Right now, as they approach the All-Star game, and a guy who, uh, as I understand it, is also an Elvis Costello fan. Okay, okay. You can hear him weekly here from From the Diamond with Grant McCauley, talking about Corey McCartney. Good morning, partner. How you doing, guys? Hey, morning, man. We we are doing fine. We have been speculating on how many people are on that flight to L.A. next week for the All-Star game from this Braves team. We know some of the position players right now, and Ozzy's not going to go even though he's coming in second as far as voting. But the question is, how many pitchers are you putting on that flight? Whew, that's a good question because I think you can make a case for all, uh, a whole bunch of them. You can obviously Max Freed, I think, is a lot. Kyle Wright, you know, with 10 wins now, which is tied for the, uh, the major league lead. Feels like he's really, you know, made a, a really strong case for himself. Spencer Strider. Um, obviously, Agent Mentor. I mean, you could just, I, I think you could potentially have four, you know, if maybe you want to stretch. I mean, Kelly Jansen's, you know, been out right now, but I think, I think you could potentially have four uh, pitchers along with whatever they get position player wise. Cause, um, you know, as we saw last night with Kyle Wright, I mean, it's, uh, it's a different level now that the, the first Braves team ever to have four pitchers with 100 strikeouts before the All Star break, just the eighth team since 1933 to pull this off. So, um, they have a lot of guys with some strong cases that make a uh, spot in that all-star team. Man, that is something else. Folks, we're spending time on the waitfor.com hotline this morning with Corey McCartney. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Corey J. McCartney, at Corey J. McCartney, all lowercase. All right, who else is going there? We know that Ronald Acuna uh, is starting center field, but who else are we going to see uh, getting the flight out to L.A. from the Braves? Yeah, I mean, I think you're going to see, you know, William Contreras, you know, obviously, you know, with Bryce Harper uh, being able to play after winning the uh, the vote there, a designated hitter. Uh, I, you know, I think Travis Darno could end up being there as well. Um, the thing you're going to start to get into is those roster crunches where everybody has to have their, you know, their designation, their one player going. I mean, I think Danby Swanson, yeah, you know, is going to go. I don't, I, you know, obviously not having Jazz Chisholm or Ozzy Albies. I mean, what are they going to do with second base? I mean, I don't think either the – Braves or the Dodgers want to take Trey Turner or Dansby Swanson and have them playing at second base even for an exhibition. But um, you know, I think I think Dansby deserves a spot. Austin Riley. Um, you get into the issue though again, where as great as these guys have been playing, you know, it, it. I think sometimes we forget like the way they set this up. First of all, it's a it's a popularity contest to get uh, to this point where you're talking about the starters, and then you've got to have those you know those roster issues where every team has to have a player. So. 
Um, I, I think the Braves are going to be well represented. I just, I honestly, I'm surprised that um, as, as strong as you know, Braves uh, fans are in social media and all that, voting and all that, um, that they didn't get end up getting more than one guy uh, a starting spot. I thought for sure Dansby Swanson was going to end up beating Trey Turner. Um, and ended up getting edged out there for the starting shortstop spot. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Talking to Corey McCartney from The Diamond is the Show. He does with Grant McCauley. You can hear that at 5 o'clock right today? 5 o'clock later today? Yeah, we'll be on 5 to 7 today. 5 to 7. There you go. Um, I have not personally worried about who the Braves are looking up at. You know, we talked about the Phillies earlier in the season. I knew they would, you know, be below the Braves. And I feel that way about the Mets. Now, the argument's going to come back at me, but they're going to get two of the top pitchers baseball has seen in a decade in Scherzer and DeGrom back. Is that enough to sustain them over the Braves, keeping the first-place position? I just I still don't see that as something that scares me because I've seen Max Scherzer before. He's had some, you know, he's had some phenomenal regular seasons, but I've also seen him have some hiccups in the postseason. So that's why I'm not over the moon scared of these two guys coming back. What are your thoughts? Yeah, and I will say, too, that, I mean, it's not as though Scherzer has completely dominated the Braves. I mean, they have a, a seven, little, you know, a little over a 700 OPS against him, pretty respectable, and nine guys you know, have home runs against him. Dansby, uh, by the way, has struggled uh, versus Scherzer, but um, we know the season he's having, so I don't think you want to discount that. But um, obviously you get that, that one-two punch back. I mean, that's going to be, you know, a, a really special thing. But this offense, to me, is, is really interesting with the Mets because – one of the ways that they've gotten things done is they've had a high contact rate, but they've also had a kind of an advantageous uh, batting average on balls in play. And, and over a course of the season, those two things shouldn't play themselves out, right? If you have a lot of uh, contact and they also have a low amount of hard hit balls. So you think those, all those things together are ultimately going to kind of leverage themselves out and you're going to you know, end up having a team that's going to run through some strokes there where they're not going to have as much luck on their side. Uh, but when you've got Pete Alonso, you know, playing at the level he's played, Jeff McNeil, uh, Francisco Lindor looking like he did a lot more when he was with the Indians. I mean, this is a really deep uh, Guardians. I'm going to have to put a dollar in the bucket there. I, I had the, uh, the I word slip. But uh, this is a, it, it is a very good, <laughs> uh, very good uh, Mets offense. And, I, you know, I think they, it almost kind of gets overshadowed at times because we knew the pitching staff was going to be so good. But uh, I, I think it's a very talented group baseline to the peripherals for it kind of make you make you wonder if they could have stayed afloat offensively long enough to wait for that pitching staff to get back to full strength now that it's starting to get back to full strength and they still have a lead I think that's where it's it's definitely in the Mets favor but at the same time I mean they've they've not matched the level of play that the Braves have if you go back to June 1st I think that's the real crux of this issue here right is now that they're going to get matched up against each other and we're going to finally see okay toe-to-toe what's this look like? I think that's why this next few days are going to be so exciting after they get through the Nationals today. Spending time on the waitfor.com hotline with Corey McCartney. Of course, you can hear him here later on today here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, along with Grant McCauley uh, from the Diamond. Everything uh, gets you up to date with the Braves. And you guys will be on right about the time when the um, All-Stars are, are, are revealed, right? Yeah, so the, so the I believe the reserves yeah will be on right before Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. So yeah, we should uh, we'll, we'll find out for sure who's going to be making that trip tonight. If Austin Riley goes, do you put him in home run derby? Do you not want any? You not want you got you, Greg and I went around and around about this earlier. 
how you don't want guys because of the after effects, what it seems to do to some guys have could do second half well, slump take and that type thing. Uh, do you want somebody from our team even participating in that? I, I, so you look at the last couple of guys that have have gone to the home run derby for the Braves. Obviously, you had Freddie Freeman do it, you know, and, and he's not really a guy that's really a home run hitter in batting practice. Ronald Cooney Jr. I know put on a show spraying the ball all over the place. I think Riley, between the three of those, has the easiest power. So you think who's it going to have the less impact on? Of all those three guys, you know, not that they were the other two were really overly impacted by being a part of that, but I don't know that I'd be all that worried about uh, him taking part of that. I just think it's just such an, an easy power stroke from him. Um, I think sometimes we just get caught up in some guys who maybe have their struggles afterwards. I, I can't see Riley being a one. I, I, I honestly would love to see him. I think it would be it'd be great for him as a guy that we know has kind of emerged as one of the better you know young power hitters in baseball these past few seasons. Um, if I'm him, I'm doing it, you know, and plus, you know, now he's got, he's got that car shield thing. So he doesn't have to worry about, right? (laughs) That's the reason why to put him there. He's got the car shield thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You want to have some fun here real quick, uh, Corey? Cause you know, you always bring the stats. We got to have a little fun today and you know, I'm out there throwing the insignificant information out and birthday stats. And today is the birthday of the Hawk. He is 68 years old today, Andre Dawson. He is one of two people. He was the one he was the one guy for years that held this record. But he is one of two major league baseball's uh players that have the distinction of doing this one particular trait. And do you know what that is? I do not. I'm I'm interested to hear this. Andre Dawson in 87 won the MVP on a last place team. And that was my beloved Chicago Cubs, 1060 Addison. And for the longest time, he was the only person to do that. So that, that was his. He owned that for a while, and then one other person did it. And it mm-hmm. was in 2003. Yep. Do you know who that is? I do know who that is. Alex Rodriguez, when he's playing with the Rangers. Yep. Yep. Those two guys. Do you know that, Sam? No. Every once in a while, I like to come and do something where you that? go, I How didn't know that. that. Yeah. That's all you do, man, is bring, no. <laughs> bring information that nobody else knows about. Yeah, today's the Hawks' birthday. And uh, turn 68, but yeah, he won, won an MVP on a last-place team. Only two people in baseball history have done that. If he uses that tonight on your show, I want credit for it, Corey. Because <laughs> today is his birthday, right. so it would be relevant to bring it up, right? There you go, and, and I will, you know, and he's also part of that fantastic Chicago Times cover where him and Jordan and Walter Payton all had the tuxedos on. And yep. I know you know that. Oh, um, see you, man. See, take an see. extra twenty out of petty cash for yourself. Lunch is on me today. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. What are some of the things you guys going to be talking about today, other than what we've already discussed? I'm sure we're going to do a deep dive on Spencer Strider and Michael Harris a second. Um, I, I did some work earlier this uh, week, uh, some research on this, and the, the Braves have never had uh, what they're trending towards, a, a rookie pitcher player rook, uh, and position player uh, quite like this in terms of when you bring war into the equation. Jason Hayward and uh, Craig Kimbrell in 2010 are kind of that uh, that foundation, that, that the one that set the record. Uh, what we're seeing from these two guys combined is just uh, it's just eye-opening. It is, it is, and it's fun to watch, um, you know, the, the the way people have responded to him with Harris. Uh, the mustaches are all over the place, uh, <laughs> Strider. Uh, but, but you know what, it's, it, it, it's a lot of fun, it's a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to seeing them uh, wrap up this series 
with the Nats to get set for the Mets. And, of course, we'll hear you guys later on today with From the Diamond. Thanks so much, Corey. Five to seven. All right, guys. Appreciate it. All right. That is Corey McCartney. We'll be talking to him again next week. So, Hey, listen, we got a few weeks away from the All-Star Game. In fact, next week is the All-Star Game. And you want to check out Odyssey's Big Time Baseball with podcast, uh, podcast with Cody Decker, Tony Gwynn Jr., and John covering all things Major League Baseball. If you're looking for the inside scoop on what's happening in baseball, on the field, in the clubhouse, and the front office, this is the podcast for you. New episodes of Big Time Baseball every Monday on Odyssey, wherever you get your podcast. Going to let you know about some jobs and where to find them in front of and behind the camera, mostly behind the camera this week. But coming up, top of the hour, we're going to replay an interview we had yesterday with Michael Irvin. The playmaker joined us. Uh, he is here in town doing some stuff with NASCAR, but it was just a fun interview. We thought you'd like to hear it in case you didn't hear it yesterday. That is all coming up. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 thegamecom and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Dancing on the behind in the chair over here. We've been doing that all morning long, me and you. Why not? Oh, I'm just saying. We've been doing it all night. First, you got me doing it to Gene Gene the dance. And I, <laughs> I showed you that, man. I was like, wow. <laughs> and you just went into the routine. I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. Anyway, uh, on this 10th day of July, this Sunday morning, Sam and I couldn't be more thankful for you making us part of your Sunday morning. We do that on Saturdays, too. We're here from 6 until 10. Apparently not till next next Sunday. We're not. We're, we're getting out here an hour early. Like, they're yeah. changing the clocks back or something. They're not really, but, you know, no, they no. got other stuff going on, so we're only going to be with you till 9 o'clock. We got Atlanta United there. And then, of course, we, we, hope, we hope they will be going into after getting a win on Wednesday. Because that's a lot of soccer to play and not, not win. Yeah. Well. You know, so that's why they had that long meeting after the. Told you about some of the stuff that happened on this day. Uh, <laughs> Millard Fillmore was sworn in. I, again, I will pay your rent if you can tell me what number president he was. For those of you who are wondering who the hell's Millard Fillmore, he was one of our presidents. Oh, come on. You remember Millard Fillmore. <laughs> There's some was people the out there. Eric, did you know who Millard Fillmore was? Honestly. Yes, I did, sir. Okay, yes, I cool. Did. Yeah, yeah. That was I noticed some folks out there who went, huh? They didn't they name the concert venue in, in, in San Francisco after him with Fillmore West. The Fillmore, yeah. The Fillmore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was smooth. Up, well, you know what? Look, they may, you know what? It may have been named after him. I don't know. No, you're right. We don't. Did, you, did you know that there was two Adamses, you know, yes. presidents? You yeah. think everybody knows that? Probably so, yeah. Did you know there was a McKinley yeah. president? Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I got A's in uh, U.S. history, sir. You know, but uh, you didn't get the chance to ask my que- my trivia well, question did, about. I was going to. I okay. was going to. He's well, go go ahead and keep drilling Sam about his U.S. history homework. Yeah. No, McKinley what? was born. He had my birthday. He was fourteenth oh, really? September. Yeah. Okay. Or he died on my birthday. One of the two. Something like that. But mm-hmm. it was um, Millard Fillmore was the thirteenth president. Okay. Of the United States. All right. And he at, was, at one time I could name like. When we were at like 40 or 40, I can name just about, just about all of them. Yeah. Give me the first 10 right off the top oh, of your head. God. Give oh, me the God. first 10. God, you brought it up. Washington, Adams, 
Uh, I said at one time, uh, I'm done. You, you got me. Washington, I can get the top three, and I don't know <laughs> nothing else. I know the Jefferson's three. Yeah, yeah. Washington, and Jefferson, then Adams again, right? Yeah. Then he, Adams he had again. a split up. He had a double header split, right? That's correct. Okay, he came, he came back. I was at Quant John Quincy Adams. That's J, JQ, yes. Okay. John Quincy Adams. Anyway, yeah, then I'm done. <laughs> oh, I mean, for accuracy, I can name presidents. They just won't be in order. Right. Well, that's the thing. I can name them. They wasn't always in order either. Okay. Keep going. No, that's it. We're done with this. But there's, there's your listen. What, 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 what is said in 2022 when it comes up to something you're trying to teach somebody? Yeah, y'all don't know. Google it. Yeah, it's right there for everybody. Absolutely. Um, you, ha- what was that about uh, Johnny Kemp? You wanted to say? Well, not Johnny Kemp. Just that song in particular. You know, uh, just got paid. Right. You know, you guys like to always, you know, talk about some of the people that you've had the chance to rub elbows with. The actual writer of that song was someone that I've, I'm pretty close to. Get to talk to him on a regular basis. And do we know who that is? Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, Atlanta. Um, resident now, New York native. That song was written by Keith Sweat. Okay, oh, yeah, wow. Wow. For, for friend of the Odyssey family, and uh, yeah, I get to. Uh, I've done a lot of work with Keith in the past, but okay. yes, Keith is the writer of that song. It is official now. What's that? I think I'm, I'm confident in saying the three of us have given our audience information that they did not know about. Okay, one was your Richard Petty autograph. Yeah. Mine was the Andre Dawson. And now this nugget from Eric. About Keith Sweat. About Keith Sweat. Not bad, right? We're doing our job here. And we just we we just having, as they say, healthy conversation. Yeah. All right? Want to drive you guys to 929thegame.com slash casting call to see this latest casting call. It will not be a list of job opportunities in front of the camera. I have spent the last couple of weeks with the holiday that it's time to really focus on those behind-the-camera jobs. I don't have them because it's fluid. But what I have provided for you is the link and showing you where you can find them because I don't know what you guys, you know, what your skill set is. You can be a driver. You can be a makeup artist. You could be whatever, electrician, and you could – you know, hate your boss or just hate your drive or getting up the time of day that you got to go do your job and you maybe and got to be young enough. Well, actually, you don't have to be young enough, but just know that there's long hours on set. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just long hours. Now, God bless you if you want to start and you're 55 years old and you want to get yourself on a crew. There are some 55 and some folks that are older that are on crews. They've been doing it for a minute and they're used to the long hours, but in the minds of some, this could be a young person's venture. Getting on a crew, but it is open to everyone. I don't know of any occupation on a crew where there is an age limit. So, I no look, occupation. Not that I can think of 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 all the jobs that are that are on a crew where they say, "Nah, you too old to do that." I mean, maybe some stunt work. Yes, but there are stunt people who double for older actors. You got to still look the part. You still got to be. You got. You got to have some agility to you. And we know. Listen, um, who was it not too long ago that we? Um, oh, play for the uh, Patriots. Who come? Who joins us from time to time? I want to say Terrence uh, or or Tyrone Poole. Oh, Tyrone yeah. Poole. I you put him in a ring with a whole lot of twenty somethings and they got trouble. Oh man, yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. They ain't put together like Tyrone. <laughs> Tyrone, Tyrone's a, you know he, that kind of condition. That's right, and some folks stay in great shape. So all I'm saying is, you go to our website, you check out the links, and not only can I walk you toward where you can find the um, help wanted jobs from behind the camera, also give you a couple contacts if you want to start doing voiceover work. 
the link to the Georgia Department of Labor for those of you that have family members that are minors that want to get into it, or if you are just 17 and, you know, you've got to start auditioning for some roles. Um, A generic breakdown of how to submit yourself. I've got that on there if you've never done that before. And the list of the casting directors. That's most important. So I can tell you about this once, and you could pick it up from here and continue to just go to their social media pages and see where they're posting the job opportunities daily. Just like, you know, the 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 behind-the-camera jobs. You check today, maybe you won't find a job as a carpenter. But tomorrow, maybe Monday mornings when I boost them up, I don't know when they do them. And, I, right. and it's an ebb and flow because this production just wrapped, and now a lot of crew members are going to move on to another one. But then a couple of weeks later, they got to start up again, that, you know, that crew of people who just worked on Marvel Movie X, say. And, but a lot of people have jumped over, and they're working on a Tyler Perry project. So they need X amount of other people. So, again, and once you get in there, and I mentioned this yesterday, and I used to talk about this all the time. Even if it's for behind the camera, if you have the opportunity, do an extra job if there's something you're considering. Because once you get on set, you get to talk to a lot of people and you can find some things out. Plus, the one thing that everybody needs to learn, whether you're saying, well, I'm too good for extra, I don't want the extra work, I'm going to get me an agent, and I'm going to go to classes and workshops, and I'm going to learn how to be an actor, and I want to go out and audition. Cool. God bless you. I hope you get it. Yeah. But the first thing everybody's got to learn and me too when I was out there, is set etiquette. And there is, that is an actual thing. You need to learn. You you can't walk up with your cell phone and try and take a picture with J-Lo while she's on a break, okay? (laughs) You you can't go up to... Well, you weren't able to to, get that close to her anyway. Well, you might be. Sometimes, listen, dude, I told you, and I ain't proud of this, but I didn't didn't watch the other Spider-Mans. I knew Tobey Maguire. I knew the, the, the second guy. But then I didn't know... The dude who was in our I didn't know who he was. Yeah. I didn't watch the Spider-Mans. And I'm in my little rest area talking to the other reporters while we're waiting. And he came walking through and sat next to me. And while he was talking to somebody else, I didn't know who he was. Didn't know who he was. I was that old dude who found himself in the elevator with the hottest rock star in the world. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just, you know, stayed in my own little space. But I, I did not know. Who he was. And people were telling me afterwards, goes, Dude, you, you were just talking. Because we were talking about Atlanta. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And the group of us, and there was probably about 10 of us, but in little pockets of, you know, three here, four here, you know, three more here. And everybody was having kind of general conversations with your little group. And then something would happen where everybody then was talking about, oh, you're going to go to this side of town or you want to do this. Hey, what's it like? Um, how much are Hawks tickets? And we would start talking then collectively. And he was sitting there right next to me. I I forgot what it was we were talking about, but this was January. So it might have been either Falcons tickets, football tickets. Oh, I know what it was. It was um, national, it was uh, SEC championship. Okay. Tickets. And it's coming to Mercedes Benz, and folks were trying to get tickets for that. And so then that's when I started chiming in. But I didn't know who, I didn't know Spider Man. He was right there next to it. it was it, and the scene that I was there shooting was cut out. Do you was, do you know his name now? You know, as you asked me, just when I know it's a, it's Tom, right? Something. I thought you were talking about. Isn't it Jake Johnson? Jake Johnson. Yeah, I know for, dang well that ain't Spider Man. He was the last two Spider Mans, wasn't he? What Spider Man uh, you talking about? No, no. 
Go ahead, look it up there, and, and I'm not even going to – because I, I gave him grief yesterday because he didn't know Michael Colleone was in all the Godfathers, so I don't want to hit him again because I look like a jerk, right? So Jake Johnson was Spider-Man in 2018, and he's <sighs> Spider-Man coming up in 2023. So which one are you talking about? Okay, look at it again. Look at Spider-Man No Way From Home, and look at the guy who plays Spider-Man. No Way From Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. Okay, that's the latest Spider-Man. So I don't know what Spider-Man you look at. Are you looking at a cartoon or a TV show? Anyway, this is this is Eric's world morphing into this segment. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> By mm-hmm. the way, I'm going to give up a little bit of this because okay. we haven't talked Wimbledon. Yeah, we we, we started to, talking we're, Atlanta we're United. Start, we're about to get started here. We're just yeah. moments away from the men's final, uh, which should be an outstanding match uh, for a number of reasons. We got Novak Djokovic, the number one seed, uh, who's there trying to make more history, trying to win his fourth uh, time, win this winning this event, and then you got a guy, Nick Curios. Uh, who has seemed to hold it all together when he's got all kind of stuff going on personally off the court in addition to getting some fines earlier in the tournament, um, but just playing the best tennis of his professional career. And he is there. I, I th- we, we, We're probably looking at five sets today. I think we're looking at five sets. Really? I think so. I think we're looking at a five-set match. And uh, we, we, I so we, won't carry us to win. Not just because – how I feel about Djokovic. But also, he's a character. He's a character. He's, a character. he's that black hat. And Djokovic is that, but without trying. He's just a jerk who's a jerk. But Cario sometimes pushes the buttons purposely. Yeah. There's some there's some method behind well, his Well, he madness. does it because he's also, you know, you don't see it so often on the court. He's going to see if he can get, get, get inside exactly. some people's heads. He's Dennis Rodman out there. You know, it, it worked for McEnroe for years. You know what I mean? Mac can really have, like, that ferocious game. You know, he's serving volley guy, not the biggest person out there. You're talking about guys who are better athletes these days. So you got to do something to give yourself a little bit of an advantage, and I think that's what uh, Curios can do. And we was looking forward to seeing play Nadal, and Nadal, you know, withdrew, but Nadal has trouble with it. it he does. And so um, I still would like to see a healthy Nadal. I don't want him I, limping. No, and, I don't and want him out there and, and, not, and not being at his best. But at the same time, um, he's beaten Djokovic the two, two prior times they've met. It's been a few years, and it wasn't on a platform like this. This is, this is the grandest yeah. stage of the game. So we look forward to seeing what happens. As we sit and talk, um, talk tennis on what would have been Arthur Rash's 79th birthday mm-hmm. is Virginia Wade's 77th birthday. So get yourself some strawberries and cream and enjoy the match. Hey. We're looking on the screen. Is that real food? Is that real food? I ask you. Is that I, real he food? thinks Sam thinks the strawberries and, and, and the things that they I have don't think on this set, real food. You I, think it looks it's, real. It's a prop. No. I think it's real. They I might have brought the, it out think, an hour I ago. I think the cups are real. They got some the real cups tea. Are real. They got some real tea in that cup. Where's Greg? Now where's wait a minute. How Gilbert can you make on? a How can you make a judgment about something you can't see? Because but the stuff asked, you can because see. They actually picked the cup up and take a sip. Okay, it could be water. Doesn't have to be tea. Okay, but I mean, at least there's real cup and there's really something in there. Maybe for some of them. I've seen plastic fruit before. It didn't look that. Yeah. Bread, <laughs> but but now mind you, that is no real barometer because you can have some fake food that looks just like it. I'm just you guaranteeing that's just preserved. Yeah, you guys it, something you preserve and just bring it out every day and sit it there. By the way, why do you guys feel like it's it's it, it can't be real? Because it's not because they're talking. Time over there. They're it's talking. Not time over there anymore. It ain't got nothing to do with breakfast. It's breakfast for us. They're it's playing breakfast it for, us. for us, but it's lunchtime. They're there. doing a TV show for us, not right. them. They're doing it, Sam. It's it's breakfast time for us. 
And that's what they're doing. That's why I got breakfast over there. They ain't got Big Macs out there. Yeah, well, they call this show the Breakfast at Thank you. Wimbledon Show. So. And strawberries and cream. By the way, what's the only fruit that has their seeds on the outside? It's not the strawberry? It is the strawberry. Okay. It's the only fruit. It's the only fruit with its seeds on the outside. How are you going to ask a trivia question? They got fake strawberries on this set. You you think. I don't believe you. I think that those are real. They put them out there. Now, they probably change them during the, the, the time timeouts during the commercial breaks it if it's been more, out there for for an hour or bring two. some more fake strawberries and put them yeah there. and they munch them during the commercial breaks but it still gives the breakfast scene that's the point of it you think, you think that's all they eat for breakfast over there no but it's a, it's a staple it's like if we do something in texas right they always got to have some barbecue out we've seen the game game days when they go on the road in those different places and they're down there doing a, a texas oklahoma game and they bring out big big slobs of, of meat and and, and Barbecue, and they put it in front of Desmond Howard, and you know what's his face? Our boy uh, David Pollock ain't eating that. No, <laughs> he he's no. like Brady as far as his his uh, diet. You're making me hungry. Go to break. Who's Spider Man, dude? You figure yeah. out Tom, which... Tom Holland. Yeah, well, who the hell are you talking about? <laughs> he's a voice. The voice. <laughs> who are you talking? Jack Jack. I'm yeah. like, please. Look, I googled Spider Man. They said uh, Jake Thompson. You all for two this weekend, man. <laughs> hey, we will tell him what's coming up. We got the playmaker. We have got something special. Please stick around. If you weren't with us yesterday, Michael Irvin, join us, and we are going to replay that interview with Michael Irvin, the playmaker, joining Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.